Hello everyone, welcome to our series on Do You Have Marriage, Marriage Problems? Problems? And uh, hey, I've asked my wife Diane to join me the last couple of weeks and she's going to be with me today and for mm -hmm. the next several sessions. Glad and, to be here. Oh, I'm so glad you're <laughs> here and again you look beautiful as usual. Thank you and you are very handsome. Oh, thank you. And uh, But we, we're conducting this series on Do You Have Marriage Problems? And we don't have any marriage problems at the current time, <laughs> at the present time. But, but everybody has marriage problems. Everybody has things that they struggle with or have to work on or, or adapt to living together with each other. Absolutely. And so we've had those things over the years. Absolutely. Every couple has at, at different times marriage problems and and so every couple is going to have those those things mm -hmm. and the key is 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 it's i mean every couple is going to have the problems it's a matter of working through those problems right. successfully so that the marriage is not destroyed mm -hmm. and that it can stay happy over and healthy and healthy over time right and, and that is a gift and a treasure if you can do that Yes, it is. And we've been able, thank God, to work through any difficulties that we mm -hmm. have had over the years. And uh, and I'm so glad you've never hit me with the frying pan <laughs> like we have in our picture. But we put that there just to kind of be humorous. We don't advocate any physical abuse Absolutely. or anything. And like I talked about last week, the worst that's ever happened is you, uh, what was it, a grapefruit you <laughs> threw at me one time. But I had it coming. So, you know, but, but we don't advocate any, any physical not. abuse or verbal abuse, but we're just doing that to be, to be humorous. But, uh, uh, but it, again, it's working through the problems right. that, that, that marriages, all marriages face. And, mm -hmm. uh, and so what we're doing is we're, we're looking at, um, marriage A to Z. Right. And we're going through the alphabet and, uh. You know, we have a grandson that when he was three years old, he could say the alphabet backwards. 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 <laughs> and you know, when he came to church, I should have had him up in front of the congregation to do that. That's pretty, I mean, I, I sometimes amazing. struggle doing it forwards. <laughs> he can do it backwards. And uh, anyway, so we're doing the A to Z and mm -hmm. we're doing them forwards, right? We're not doing <laughs> backwards. But we're not a, mixing it up. A to Z. And what we're doing is we're taking the letters of the alphabet pick, and, and words, mm -hmm. like the first one, the first session was art. We used the letter A in different letter mm -hmm. words that started with A, but argue. And we went through and, and, and taught folks how to argue. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, if you're going to do it, you might as well do it right. <laughs> and, uh, but, but, and if you miss that, hey, you can go back to our first, first or, I don't know, first session, I guess it was, and, and our second session, this is the third one, and get all that information, it's all there in our archives for free. It's very helpful. It's very helpful, but this is our third one today, and we're going through and using the letters of the alphabet and, and words associated with those letters and so mm -hmm. forth to just try to talk about marriage right. and, and help people. Um, uh, because there's a lot of folks that do struggle in the area, area of marriage. Mm -hmm. And, and I think half of the divorces, uh, half of the marriages end in divorce. Right. And that's even true among Christians, Christians. sad, sad mm -hmm. to say. And so I think this can be helpful to people. Yes. So why don't we, uh, pick up, we, we've gone through the letter C last week. So let's pick up with D. I think we're going to do D, E, and F. If we're, we get to it. We're, if we get to it, we're not going to get to element of P today, but we're going to try to do D, E, and F. So you're going to kind of go through, and I'll just chime in and yes. see what happens. And like uh, like we've said before, we want to make sure that everybody knows that there's certain things in a marriage 
that are, are not workable, you know, like uh, abuse. If your spouse is beating you or is an abusive, um, these things don't really apply to you. You need to get out of the marriage. Uh, if a person has an addiction that needs to be addressed, you know, that is that is more important than a lot of these other things. That has to be addressed for a, for a marriage to work. <clears throat> right, so there's, seri there's really serious things that require professional help Right, our and, unfaithfulness. Uh, right, well, and we'll get to those things as we go. But so what you're saying is that that, that some marriages out there where oh, uh, there's physical abuse and whatnot, mm -hmm. and 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 those sorts of things need to be dealt with. People need mm -hmm. to need to not continue in those sorts right. of things, and uh, 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 and so forth. Right, and and some marriages really do require some professional counseling and help, but. Um, uh, but what we're what we're doing here is we're just we're just giving people that may not be facing those terribly serious problems, Correct. just some everyday things that all couples deal with. Uh, and if you just take the Bible and and some common sense, you can get a long way down the road and have right. a successful marriage. So, anyway, so we're on these. Okay. The first thing we're going to talk about is devotion. Mm -hmm. Devotion to have a good marriage, you need to be devoted to another each other. Mm -hmm. And devotion means that state our uh, factor state of being ardently dedicated and loyal. So when you're uh, devoted to your husband, uh, devoted to your spouse, when you're full of devotion, it means that you stand up for your spouse, you defend your spouse, you think the best of your spouse, and you don't talk bad about them behind their back. And that's really important. You know, that's really important. You know, Olivia Newton-John, have you ever heard of her? <laughs> yes. she, she sang a song back, I guess, in the 70s. It was called Hopelessly Devoted to, to You. you. Yep. And, you know, I am hopelessly devoted to you. And I am to you. I, I know you are. You really are. And, you know, what you said right there is a, is a really important thing about not talking bad mm -hmm. about your spouse uh, behind their back or to others. Right. Are, are in front of the children. Right, absolutely. And, and we have seen, have we ever seen that mm -hmm. over the many years of almost 30 years of pastoring, mm -hmm. um, you know, where where um, uh, uh, one of the, the spouse, uh, the husband or the wife will talk about their spouse just horribly right. to complain, other... Complain, complain, complain to other people. Complain to other people. We've had uh, 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 people, church members mm -hmm. come in and they're just complaining and going on about their spouse just continuously yeah. from the time they walk in the door just about <laughs> till the time they walk yeah. out. Now, when their spouse shows up, that you know, when they come on the scene, then they then they stop. <laughs> but but you know, they're they're just complaining continuously mm -hmm. and talking bad about their spouse, and and it shows that they don't that they lack devotion, mm -hmm. the devotion that they that they should have to their spouse. And again, like we said earlier, we're not talking about areas of, you know, where there's serious abuse going on mm -hmm. or just whatever, but there's just pet peeves that their right. spouse is doing that aggravates them. And they're just downing their spouse and talking bad about them in front of other people mm -hmm. and in front of the children. And it's just very, very sad. And it just, it, and, and it's just, they, they don't have good marriages. Right. Very sad. And, they, and it's usually about really nitpicky, tiny little stuff that, you know, everyday irritants that they blow up, blow out of proportion. Right. Those everyday irritants. <laughs> and we all have them, right? right? Like I said, the last two sessions, for every one you have, I've got 10 that are far worse than yours. 
but those everyday irritants, we have to uh, we have to we have to cope with those things, right. Right? right? And every couple has to. But yeah, be devoted mm-hmm. to your spouse. Mm-hmm. Be devoted to them. Go ahead. What the next one is determined. We're on the D's. Determined. You have to be determined to make it work. Yes. You have to stick to it. You have to never give up. You have to never let go. You have to determine to solve your problems, to work together to solve your problems, and uh, and and make it right. Yes. And you, you have to um, you have to be determined not to let those little things that we just talked about build up and 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 you know build up into something that they're not. You have to fight to be determined. You have to fight the temptation to give up on your spouse. Yes. Yeah. Don't give up on your spouse. Don't Absolutely. give up. Don't give up. And the next one is delighted. To be delighted in each other. Yes. Absolutely. It's important to keep that delight uh, fresh in your marriage. Mm-hmm. You need to celebrate your spouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Celebrate them. Um, not just on Valentine's Day and your anniversary. But you need to celebrate your spouse every day. Every celebrate day. your marriage. Celebrate all the good things about your marriage. Celebrate uh, your partner. And, and uh, you, your partner needs to know how excited you are to be married to them. Yes, and we do that, I think. Yes. I think we you do that. can't we, ever let that get old. Yeah, no, no, we, we're delighted. I'm delighted to be married to you. I'm delighted to be married to you. I, 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 really, I yep. really am, and I'm not just saying that because yep. the camera's on. Right. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I, I really am. I mean, you're a delight to be married to. And, and so are uh, you. And, and, and you make it really easy to be delighted. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something we ought to do as, 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 a, as a spouse is try to make it as easy as possible for our spouse to be delighted in us. That's right. And again, you can't change your spouse. Mm-hmm. You can't do it. If you try, it's not going to work. <laughs> but you can ch- change yourself. yourself. And if you'll change yourself to make yourself someone that your spouse would be delighted in, well, it would be easier for them to be delighted, That's right. right? So, That's right. But stay delighted. And, and again, marriage is work, isn't mm-hmm. it? And, and let's just be honest. There's sometimes you have to work at being delighted in me, right? And you and me. Okay. And so it is work, but it is you work. Know, and, it, and you know, it is work. Mm-hmm. And and in all fairness, we're not always just dancing around the house singing, "I'm delighted to be married." I mean, you know, but <laughs> we but, work on it. But we work on it. But genuinely, from my heart, I can say I am delighted to be married to you. Yes, and I'm delighted to be married to you, and 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 endeavor to have that in your marriage. Yes. Now we're on to the ease. <laughs> E. e, the first one is eager. Be eager to please your spouse. That is so important, and, and your spouse will pick up on that, and they'll understand that you're trying to please them. Pay attention to what they like. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to what they don't like. Um, uh, let's see. As, as Terry and I call it, you know, uh, be eager to ring their bell. <laughs> you know, one thing I will say about you, and I noticed this early on when we... Uh, first got married that you pay attention to what I like mm-hmm. and you do it I do it you do I mean even the, even the little the little things I mean and 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 I mean it, it astounded me at first but I've watched it over all these 34 years of marriage that you really pay attention to what I like mm-hmm. I mean every from everything to you know, the food that you make and, and the way you prepare it, you know, you watch the things I like to eat and the things I don't and excuse me, and just not just in the area of, of, mm-hmm. of 
food preparation, but, but <laughs> the, it, most the most important thing. Is, but, <laughs> but but in every area, and I mean every area, you really, uh, I mean, you know what colors I like, what colors I don't like, what I mean, when you buy a present for me, you know, I, I'll 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 be astounded sometimes. Well, how did how did you know I wanted that? And you said, well, I've been listening to you. I've been mm-hmm. watching. You know, when we go to the store, what watch been, what you look at. You know, and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And so you've always been very very good at paying attention to to the things I like mm-hmm. and then doing those things mm-hmm. for me. And I and, and that's you, because I'm eager to please you're you. You're eager to please <laughs> me, and, and 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 I have tried to be that way. Mm-hmm back to you eager to please you I like to do things to please you yes you do I mean it, it is always a good day when I've you know when I've like maybe gone out and did some extra weed eating where mm-hmm. you wanted me to weed He'll eat say, I rang your bell I today. rang your bell today so and I moved the laundry over yeah, I rang your bell yeah, today oh, yeah. <laughs> I moved the laundry over regularly I, I emptied do that. the dishwasher the you dish- rang my bell right. yeah I do things to ring your bell keep that bell ringing <laughs> And, uh, but it is important, and it's a it's a really a fantastic ingredient to keeping a good marriage. Yes, it is. Eager <clears throat> to please. The next one is effort or energy. Mm-hmm. You have to put effort and energy into your marriage. Right. Good marriages don't just happen. They take effort and they take energy. Right. And people see us here in front of this camera or, you know, talking to them. And, you know, of course, of course, you know, we're all amped up right now. But in it, but when the cameras are off, it takes work. It does take work. It takes work, effort. It takes it takes thoughtfulness. It yes. takes you. It, it, it's um, oh, what's the word? Uh, you don't know what it's in my mind. So you don't know. <laughs> You're on your own now. <laughs> I can't. You, have, you have to really. You have to make it a, a conscious effort. Right. An yeah. effort. Yeah, so it, it's E. Right. And, yeah, and so, but but like I want to say again, when the camera's off and all of that, you know, it's it, it I, you know, it is effort. It is work, but it's not a it's not a hard work. Right. It's not like I'm working real hard to be happy with you. Right. You know, it's I'm just not. And you know, I think it goes back, and we may talk about this uh, later on when, mm-hmm. when we talk about finding uh, a spouse. But you know, I think I might just say it here. It's F, but we're almost to the F's. But you know, I found the right spouse. I found the right mate. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. Mm-hmm. And the Lord has shown me a lot of favor just because I found you and, and married you. He really has. He's really blessed me just because I found you. And I want to say this, you know, at least I think it's, it's worth saying. I didn't find you in a bowling alley. Nothing wrong with bowling. I like to bowl. I didn't find you at a bar. Mm-hmm. I don't think Christians ought to go to bars. Mm-hmm. I didn't find you at a discotheque or a dance hall. Okay. I didn't find you at a honky tonk or a saloon. Okay. I didn't. I didn't find you online. <laughs> I found you in the house of God. And I went to the house of God not looking for a spouse necessarily at all. I went to serve God. And you were there serving God. Mm -hmm. 
and you were there involved in the church and doing different things in the children's ministry and then leading worship eventually. And I was involved assisting the pastor in pastoral duties. But, but neither of us went looking for a spouse. Yet, yet I was, you know, certainly I was interested in uh, uh, finding, finding a spouse and whatnot. But without getting into all that, I found you in the house mm-hmm. of God, serving God. Mm-hmm. And I found the right I found the right mate, and it has just made. If you find the right one, it makes all these other things so much easier. Right. So I just so so you know seek God if you're out there and you're listening and you're not married yet. Seek God and and, and allow Him to lead you. Let Him lead you to the right person. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Absolutely. that? Absolutely. Okay, let's move on. The next one we're still on ease is embrace. 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 Or we could put it under H for hugs. Hugs, 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 <laughs> But hugs. embrace. Embrace. Make sure you keep hugging your spouse. Make sure you keep touching them. Um, keep, 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 you know, uh, keep that sense of closeness by touching them, by embracing them, by hugging them. You know, Diane, uh, we've watched this over the many years. We've actually talked about it in private, uh, about how many couples... Uh, do not show any. There, there's never. There's never. There's never any of this at all yeah. in 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 public. Mm-hmm. And um, now, now I'm not saying that you know that in public you know you ought to overdo it. Right. Okay. But we. But in all seriousness, we've watched. There's so many couples. There's no. There's no physical. You know, like you watch them walking and they'll never be holding hands. They'll never be a hug. They'll never be a, a mainly the holding hands or, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, like when you and I, and we don't always do this in public, but in private, whenever I go somewhere, we'll almost always, you know, smooch, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, when I, <laughs> smooch, I mean, <laughs> Give a kiss. This is, you know, that sort of thing. We, we do that regularly, but there's a lot of couples that don't do that. They just they, lose that over time. Right. You, you, yeah. They lose it over time after the honeymoon wears off and, uh, they get busy or and the, the affairs of life tired. and they lose that. What's the word? They lose that, that em, it's embrace. They lose that, that, that closeness or Physical whatever. Physical closeness. And, yeah. And, and, and usually if people aren't doing something publicly, mm-hmm. They're not doing it in private either, and they they lose that intimacy that may come under eye later. Mm-hmm. But but you never see any any affection between mm-hmm. the two publicly, and uh, and in fairness, some people just aren't, you know, they're not touchy kind of people or mm-hmm. huggy kind of people. So I understand that, but I, I I've, I've noticed the best marriages that in public you will see the the husband and the wife showing some kind of like a holding of a hand mm-hmm. or a or a hug or whatever. What do, what do you think about Absolutely. that? Absolutely. And you can never get so preoccupied with, with children that uh, you're hugging and kissing and loving on children, but you've lost that with your spouse. Right. Because that's a disaster. It, just just a disaster. It, it, it is. And, you know, I think we're going to get to this under under F for first. But can I get some of the letters out of... Out of, out of <laughs> But since we're on it, because I don't want to forget it later, because I'm not sure that that's in our notes, but it, it may be. But I, I want to say this. It's so important that 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 as married people, you keep your spouse first. first. Now, God is always first. Mm-hmm. The Father, the Son, the Lord Jesus, you know, mm-hmm. and the Holy Spirit. 
God is always first. So don't misunderstand me. But but then after God, your spouse, if you want to have the best marriage, your spouse has to be number two after God. Yes. And, and you know, we have seen so many, I mean, multitudes upon multitudes of, mm-hmm. of married couples that they, they put... Uh, they put other things ahead of their spouse, and one thing that they put ahead of their spouse is their children. Mm-hmm. Now, we uh, believe that you should love your children, mm-hmm. and, and actually, your, your God should be first, your spouse should be second, and then your children after mm-hmm. your spouse, and then and then the priority list branches out from there. Mm-hmm. But God first, then your spouse, then your children. And we have seen so many marriages where, where, where the children, you know, actually, and we're all for loving children. Absolutely. Absolutely being, you know, and, and keeping children loved and, and adored and all of that. But we've seen so many couples where, where the children really are more important than God. Mm-hmm. Now, I won't, I'm not going to get off on that because I could talk a while on that. But, but the point here on this message is, I tell you what. I, I mean, we've seen so many where marriages where the uh, the children far outrank the importance of the spouse, right. and it isn't even close. Right. And what happens is the children become so important uh, to the parent that when the children uh, start becoming independent and want to leave the home, the the husband and wife don't have anything left there Nothing when left. the children are gone, and and that's just. When they could have worked on the relationship all along, um, and it's it's heartbreaking. And, and I've had women tell me, especially women, I've had them, you know, in counseling when when you and I when you and I have been counseling them, uh, you know, and I've asked them, you know, uh, who's more important to you, your your spouse or your children? And before I can get finished, my children, my children. I mean, my ch- I can do without that guy, but I have to have my children now. You know, I mean. You need to love your children, and they need to be important. But I mean, it's it's not. I mean, it's not even close. Now, there may be reasons for that. Maybe the spouse has been you know unfaithful, or I mean, but but barring those sorts of exceptions, mm-hmm. you've got you've got to keep God first mm-hmm. in your marriage. God first, and we may talk more about that when we when as we go along. God's got to be first, then. Uh, your spouse, and then your children. Right. If you want and, to have the best marriage, and if you really do love your children as much as you think you do, you will give them a gift of a healthy marriage. Absolutely, that's because what, that is one of the greatest gifts and the greatest stabilities that your children can have is for you to have a healthy marriage. Yes, and I mean a for real healthy marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of couples stay together. Just, I mean, they stay together just for their children, and I understand that, and that's admirable. Mm-hmm. But if it wasn't for the children, they, they, they'd get a divorce. But you need to realize that your children can pick up and realize whether or not you really have a happy marriage or not. Right. And the greatest gift, I think, or one of the best gifts you can give your children is to have a for real happy marriage mm-hmm. in front of them. And they will benefit so much from Absolutely. That. So we're, we're still on Embrace. So... <laughs> Um, it's really important to convey to your spouse it, um, that you love them and, and in staying close and staying physically close and hugging and embracing them. It also conveys that you're protecting them. And touching is such, such, such a powerful force. I read someplace that frequent hugging and hand-holding can help lower blood pressure, reduce the risk of heart disease, 
heart attack, or stroke. Hugging boosts self-esteem, touch is a powerful language that we can use to convey feelings of safety, love, and connection to a greater community. So you read that somewhere. Mm-hmm. I did not. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. And, that and it does what? It, 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 it can help lower blood pressure, reduce the risk of heart disease. Hugging. So instead of going, so instead, <laughs> heart attack, so instead, <laughs> reduce. So instead of going out almost every night and running my six miles, <laughs> I could just stay home now and hug you, and I can eat whatever I want as long as I'm hugging no, you. No, no, I my, said. I said it can help. Oh, it can help. Oh, so I still have to eat right and run. Yeah. Oh, okay. But hugging can help. Can help. Okay, okay, yes. all right. The next one is empathy. Empathy or compassion. Empathy means sympathetic pity and concern for the suffering or misfortunes of others. And we need to have empathy for our spouse. Um, sometimes you can a person can just be closed to the feelings of their spouse and not really understand. Take the take the um, time or energy to understand how they're feeling. And I find this is really, um, this really happens a lot when a person grows up without empathy in their house. They just, they can't, uh, understand how to get in someone else's shoes and understand how they're feeling. So if, if you've grown up like that, you need to really work on that and ask the Lord to help you to understand how your spouse is feeling. Uh, what you can do to encourage them, to empathize with them, to have compassion on them, because that's a really important part of marriage. And, and, for, and we talked about that under uh, compassion, mm-hmm. under the C's. Right. And now we're under the E's. Empathy, empathy it works. And it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. And and essentially, and anytime we repeat something. It's important. It's really important. <laughs> I mean, so that's a repetition. Yes. But to show, show compassion. Mm-hmm on your spouse it, it, it's so important to mm-hmm. do that and have compassion and i've seen so many again over the many years of where and sometimes there's there's reason why people lose compassion if mm-hmm. there's been abuse and all of that but just barring that you know you know in in a daily life you know you've got to you know all those little things come up those irritants mm-hmm. and things you got to keep your heart soft towards yes. your spouse and and you know and and show that compassion because you want them to be compassionate back to right. you. One thing so that Terry important. does is he'll say something like, "I can see that um, you're hurting, or I can see that you're down, or whatever." And he he'll say, "I'm so sorry you feel that way. What can I do to help you? Can you talk about it? Can we can we find something to help help the way you're feeling?" And he's showing empathy and compassion. It's it's it it makes me feel so. Uh, so taken care of. Well, I appreciate you saying that. You know, earlier on in our marriage, when I saw you hurting or whatever, I I thought I could fix it. Mm-hmm. And so I was. I saw you were down, and so I'd ask those questions that you just, you know, what's wrong and all that. But then I was gonna try to fix it. <laughs> and when you were unhappy, I was gonna try to fix it, and it made it worse. <laughs> and many times over the years, and I've learned now after many years, I've learned that that. that when you're down, you know, you're sad or whatever, having a low moment, I don't have to fix, fix it. I can't, in fact, I can't really fix it. And to try to fix it just makes it worse. I just have to be compassionate and understanding and realize you're just having a low moment. Just be there and just give you the hug okay. and say, I understand. And, and that, and that can make it better. And yep. then we, and we move on. Yep. What are you going to read the scripture? Yeah, 1 Peter 3, 6. 1 Peter 3, 6 in the NIV, it says, Finally, all of you 
live in harmony with one another, be sympathetic or empathetic, love as brothers, be compassionate and humble. So that's a, that's a good word for marriages. Absolutely. And uh, very good. Very good. And, uh, and, you know, we don't have a lot of scriptures in here. We could put tons of them in, but we just felt like the Lord wanted us to just sit here and talk mm -hmm. and just put scriptures in as we as we move along. So we could put hundreds of scriptures in, but everything we're saying is, is biblically yes. based. But, yes. but that's an excellent scripture. So let, let us, we're to the F's now, and I think we have time. Let's do the F's. Okay. And I notice here in the notes, I already, it says keep, uh, well, it says first, first place, keeping God first, and then your spouse, mm -hmm. and then your children, and so on. So we've already talked about yes. that. Yes. So we don't need to talk about that again. But uh, before we get to these other two here, let's talk about fun. Yes, fun is very important in a marriage. Absolutely. Fun. Let's fun. have fun. We've got to, you've got to have fun. It can't be, you can't be in the doldrums all the time. You can't have just the same routine day after day after day. Even if you're busy, even if your schedules, your work schedule, your schedules at home or with children are very busy, take the moments that you have to have fun. Have some fun. I mean, did you ever think you'd be married to a <laughs> man that goes around in, in the house and, and once in a while tries to imitate Elvis Presley? No. <laughs> or, or talk about the wrestling that my, my grandma, she'd watch wrestling and she'd scream at the television. Yes. She thought it was real. I mean, you never thought you'd be... Have, you know, and, I mean, and other things that I'll get off on. And, You've got to have and, fun. And, and, you know, I'll, I'll quote different things mm -hmm. from different movies that mm -hmm. I watched growing up. You never thought you'd have. No. I mean, you know, it's, it's kind of fun. fun. It? It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. And, and so we have a lot of fun in mm -hmm. our marriage. And there's serious, there's lots of times where it's serious and there's serious things you got to deal with things. But overall, it, even in the midst of some of the, you most, have to learn to laugh with each most, other. Right. The most difficult times, I try to find some humor because, mm -hmm. you know, it does, it, a merry heart does good like a medicine. And mm -hmm. so, but anyway, we, we, I think we have a good deal of fun. Yes. And it's intentional. We want to have fun. We want to smile. We want to laugh. You're right. Because it, it can take, it can take a lot of tension and, and, and just routine out of, out of your life and make you smile. And I've got some good stories. That I, that, see? So I mean, sort of, uh, when I taught junior high or the different places I preached and mm -hmm. the different things that happened, and I can tell some stories. So I got some humdingers. Yes, and, and I'll tell those once, I mean, once in a while. And it's, it, we, ha, we do have a good bit of yes, fun. And it keeps our marriage uh, uh, in, in a good place. Yes, it does. Absolutely. So let's see. We've got, okay, so now... We've got, two, now, and by the way, there's always words that start mm -hmm. with these different letters that we could, could use that we, you know, you yes. can't get you them You may all. be thinking, I wish they would say this word. Well, send us an email. Maybe we'll <laughs> come back and, and put that word in. But the point is we, you know, we can't get all the words, but we're right. just, just kind of as the Lord's leading us, we've got some different words here. And under F, uh, faithfulness, mm -hmm. faithfulness, that is one of the biggest words that we're going to have in this whole series is being faithful to your spouse. Right, right. In uh, Hebrews 13.4 in the NIV, it says, Marriage should be honored by all and the marriage bed kept pure. For God will judge the adulterer and all the sexual, sexually immoral. And you have to guard your heart to always stay faithful to your spouse. Absolutely. And uh, it's not so, and you, you might think, oh, well, it's worse now because of all the pornography and all this, that, and the other. 
but unfaithfulness to your spouse has been a problem since basically almost the beginning of uh, time. I remember when we were in Bible school, there was a, a good teacher there that was, he was talking about good marriages, and it was in a class, I think, that was dealing with marriage. And um, anyway, whatever the case, but he, uh, he was talking about being faithful. And I was sitting there, and, and I, I thought to myself, you know, I love my wife, Diane, and, and I am faithful to her, and I, I am so faithful to her that I couldn't even be, be, be tempted to, 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 you know, be unfaithful. And no more than I said that, the, the teacher up there said, and if you think that you could never be tempted to be unfaithful, you're next on the devil's hit list. <laughs> and, you know, I thought, oh my gosh, you know, I like, I ducked. I thought he was, you know, he, how did he possibly know that uh, I was thinking that. So I, I, you know, but, but the thing of it is, is all of us, we must understand that all of us can be tempted to be unfaithful to yes. our spouse, maritally unfaithful. Yes. I'm talking about having an affair. Yes. All of us can be tempted in that area. And, and we have to realize that and set up safeguards whereby that can't happen. Mm -hmm. And the Bible talks about if you even look at a person to lust in your heart, that you're guilty. And so we have to be very careful about what we're looking at, what we give attention to. Um, you know, the devil will, and just just our natural world, there'll, there'll be traps for you all, all over. It might be your neighbor. It might be somebody at work. It might be somebody at church. It might be somebody on the Internet. Um, there's always... The Internet now. Yeah, oh, there's always... Um, Someone that you might be tempted to think might be better than your spouse. And that's just a temptation from the mm -hmm. devil. And when you start dwelling on those things, that's the first step to unfaithfulness. Right. And, and I and really, you know, I feel the same way now as I did in Bible school. I'm, I, I love you. I don't want anyone else. And, and I, I, I've never been, can honestly say I've never been tempted to be unfaithful at all. But with, and, and you the same, but correct. <laughs> Absolutely. But with that in mind, we have still set up safeguards. Yes. And I, I will not like counsel mm -hmm. a, a member of the opposite sex or be alone with a member of right. the opposite sex. And same with you. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, we just, we don't do that. And we don't, you know, uh, I won't go out to, to lunch with like an old high school friend. You know, that's of the opposite sex. Right. You, you I like to go that. swimming at, at the Y, and if I go there and there's just a bunch of men in the pool, I'll just pack up my stuff and, and leave, or right. I'll just wait until, you know, some families come in or some women come in, just because it's a safeguard. Absolutely. And, you know, we're on the Fs here. Here's another word, flirtatious. There you go. Don't want to do that. You have, I've watched you over the years, just observed, you have never been flirtatious with with men no you know, only with me but you've never done that and i've watched it over the years and i have even watched because you're such a beautiful woman i've watched men come up to you here and there and and try to see if anything was possible <laughs> and i mean they were going nowhere fast because you're not flirtatious mm -hmm. with with they know they're not going anywhere mm -hmm. and and uh and I appreciate that about you. I really, really do. I really do. Because I've watched women, married, married women, women, be flirtatious with men. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm not saying they would have, have had an affair, but that's where it can start. Right. 
And and so you've never done that, mm-hmm. been flirtatious with other men, and I appreciate that. I really, really do, and um, it, it means a lot to me. I know uh, one thing that I hate as much as anything is unfaith marital unfaithfulness. Yeah. I just I can't stand it. I hate it, and it's it's just I just I just don't have enough bad things to say about it. Right. And uh, growing up. When I was growing up, I always, you know, I told my mother and others, I said, you know, if you got a married couple, if one of them's going to be unfaithful to their spouse, mm-hmm. what they need to do is they they need to call their spouse in, set them down, and tell them, look, I'm I'm going to have an affair over here. Just be upfront with it, mm-hmm. rather than doing it behind somebody's back. Right. I just I just that irritates me. I don't like that. And you know what? I'm convinced that probably at least 50%, maybe 75% of, of people having a, a affairs, it's the secrecy of it. Right. It's the getting away with something that's forbidden. Right. And if you take that out of it, if you take that out of it, all of a sudden that affair doesn't seem so quote unquote romantic anymore. Right. Right. So, so I just, I mean, I don't, don't get me going on marital unfaithfulness, <laughs> but I just don't like it. You be upfront with your spouse, and you know, you made that marriage commitment. You be committed, and you be faithful to your spouse. Mm-hmm. Can can you say amen to that? Amen. And and I mean, because I I'm getting stirred up here, but but you know, uh, let's just say this. I want as you said it a moment ago, like when you go to the pool. You're not sitting there, you know, talking to other men. Right. You know, you're just not. And I'm not, you know, talking to other women. Now, we're cordial, we're nice, hello, and all of that. But, but you know, you've got to put up, we were talking about it a moment ago, some safeguards mm-hmm. to keep these things from happening. you got to watch yourself. Now, I'm not against the Internet. Right. I'm not because we have it, we use it. But, but there's a lot of stuff that starts up on the Internet. In, right. in the hour in which we live, and social media, and all of, all these things, and, and texting, and, mm-hmm. and phones, and you know, a lot of people are having phone affairs. Right. And and you know, I mean, you got to calm me down here because you get on you get you on get marital on marital. Un, I know you want me to go on, but don't be unfaithful to your spouse. Be faithful. Just be you. Be faithful. Okay. All right, go ahead. Okay. Do you have anything to add to that? No, I think we did it. Did I do? Did I? Did I I beat that horse well enough? Okay, go ahead. The next and the last one under F's is forgiveness. Mm -hmm. You can't have a successful marriage if you can't forgive each other because you're going to offend each other. You're going to hurt each other's feelings. You're going to do things uh, that you didn't know that you did. Um, You're going to slight them. You're going to irritate them. You know, just all the different kinds of things when two people are living together. But every day you've got to walk in forgiveness. Yes. In Colossians 3.13 in the New Living Translation, it says, it says, Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. So we need to forgive our spouses when they do things that, that offend us or... or you know, on purpose or not on purpose, we need to f- forgive them. And uh, when we when you forgive someone, you know that that offense is washed away and it should never be brought up again. Right. Amen. Well, let, let me talk about that. We'll close. But you know, yeah, forgiving, be, be, forgiving things, 
Absolutely, you had to forgive me. Now, I've never been maritally unfaithful, and neither, no, of course and, and neither have you. But even that can be forgiven. Mm -hmm. if, if there's true repentance, and I've seen marriages where there's been marital unfaithfulness, that there's been repentance and forgiveness, mm -hmm. and those marriages go on, and they're fruitful and productive, and so on. But, but And that's certainly the case. But we're talking about the everyday things and whatnot, arguments. Things and, you say to each other. Right, and... and, and just forgiving mm -hmm. and, and being a person of forgiveness. And you have done that. You've forgiven me. Because I've said some things to you over the years that I wish I hadn't said. And you, you've forgiven me. And, uh, and, and you know, you've done a thing or two over the years that I, mm -hmm. I've had to forgive you of. Yes, but, absolutely. You know, just in our daily lives. Mm -hmm. but, but something that I have done that I'm going to tell a bad secret on me here that might help people. But am I real good at when we get into an A, A argument Am I real good at going back in time <laughs> and remembering every last thing that maybe you ever did wrong? Could be. <laughs> and, you know, that's not a good thing. And I have had to work on that. Am I better now than I uh, used to tons be? Tons better. But tons I go better. all the way back to, you know, all the way back to the, you know, all the way back to when we first met and go through everything. When well, he was taught to do that with his family. His family that's he how was we argued. to do that. That's how we grew up. That's how we argued. We went back to our first meeting and anything <laughs> wrong and we rehashed it all out. Now we laughed. But, you know, that's not good. Right. And I've had to learn not to go back in time. And, and those things, if I've really forgiven them, then we don't bring them up anymore. That's right. And we move on. And I shared that because maybe that will help some people out yeah. there. But I've put you through the mill on that, haven't I? Yes. And, and I'm sorry. You for still for, you <laughs> forgive still me. You. <laughs> I am better. But, but so we want to be people of forgiveness. Yes. And if you've really forgiven someone... Then you won't be rehashing all those old those things that that were done wrong, you know, ten years ago or whatever, yesterday yeah. or whatever. So forgiveness. Well, yes. how do do you think we did all right today? I think we did great. And uh, we're not going to do the G's, but I'm looking down. We got giggles. Mm -hmm. We'll talk. Kind of the same as fun. Yeah, and but we got some good things under G's and H I J and so forth. And uh, hey, I I think we're helping some people. What I do you? Too. So anyway, hey, it's time for us to sign off and we'll pick up next week with this subject and we'll pick up with the G's yes. and I said giggles, but we've got some really good stuff like grace and some good things we'll get to as we, we go on with this. So hey, let's close right here. Hey, if you're out there and you don't know Jesus Christ as your savior, there really is a heaven to gain. Mm -hmm. There really is a hell to shun. Yes. And the only way to miss hell when you die and make heaven is to repent of your sins yes. and accept Jesus Christ. Receive him as your personal Savior. And you just cry out to him. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord Jesus will be saved. And in a moment of time, if you'll cry out to him with a repentant heart, you'll get born again. You'll miss hell when you die. You'll make heaven. And Jesus will make your life worth living and your marriage worth having in the meantime. Yes. So cry out to Jesus, call out to him today and get saved if you're not already. And I'm going to close off, but you've been holding me. To, she's got me strapped down here if you don't realize it because I get a little animated. He bangs the table and the camera shakes. <laughs> so so you're going you to strap me down? So she's holding me down. Okay. Particularly when we got on that unfaithfulness, I was getting riled up. But you, she's got me strapped down here and held down, so it's all going to be good. So I love you, hon. I love you, honey. Okay, hey, we'll see you next week. God bless you. Bye-bye.